0: Dirty Diana is presented by Dipsy. Desire is a fire to be stoked. Connect with your sexual self with Dipsy and download the app today. Please be advised, this show contains adult language and explicit scenes. Not advised for persons under the age of 17. Q-Code presents Dirty Diana, created by Shauna Festi, starring and produced by Demi Moore. Is this okay? It really helps with the noise.
1: Sure, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, and maybe some more water. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't think I'd get nervous.
2: No, no, don't be sorry at all.
1: I brought you a candle. <laughs> I have no idea why I thought I'd bring you a hostess gift, but I did. <laughs> well, I think it's really
2: nice, thank you. <laughs> okay,
1: I'm ready. Great. All right. We're recording. Would you mind if I used a different name? Sure, you can use whatever name you like. I was always Liz when I played house as a kid, because Jasmine was too different, especially in the 80s when everyone's Jessica or Heather.
2: (laughs) Well, Liz, it is. And um, if you could just tell me how old you are.
1: I'm 43. My fantasy's... ...borderline ridiculous. I hope that's okay.
2: Yeah, it's fine. Most of them are. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> okay, so... ...what's your fantasy? Um, I'm taking the train... ...to visit my sister... ...in Portland. I'm reading The Unbearable Likeness of Being... ...which always makes me blush. And as I finish the chapter... I can feel someone staring at me and I look up from my book and I almost lose my breath. It's a young version of my husband, the man I met when I was 22, when he had a full head of hair and his eyes were filled with mischief. He smiles at me like he used to when I knew exactly what he wanted from me. And what happens next? He invites me to the bar and pours me a scotch. I haven't had scotch in years. And it, like, burns down my throat. He smiles and wants me to drink it slowly. And he tells animated stories about what he's going to do with his life and they're filled with optimism and hope. He pours me more scotch. And then he lets his foot touch mine. And I feel this jolt of electricity when it does. because I'm married, and this isn't my husband. But then he takes my hand and leads me to a private car with so much confidence that I feel like it would be rude not to follow. He tells me it's too early to go to sleep. And his eyes start to smile. He suggests we play strip poker. Five-card draw. He loses the first hand and he takes off his shirt. And that's how I know I want to lose. And I do. <laughs> Every hand. So I'm completely naked in front of him wrong and that I should go back to my seat but the game's gone too far and that's when I surprise myself I spread my legs and I take his hand and I lead it towards my body and he slips his finger inside of me and I don't remember the last time someone's done that and it's familiar but different and it makes me feel young and I breathe him in and he smells like my husband's college aftershave and he does things to me that I never let my husband do like what? like I don't know he sucks on me, everywhere. He sucks on my clit so hard it makes me come immediately. Then he slips inside me. Inside him my ass. And it's a completely different wave of pleasure.
3: I know,
2: but if I don't take them early, my migraines are even worse. Oh,
3: sorry, of course. I'm, I'm sorry. Ah, yeah. oh, you're so warm.
2: <sighs> Oliver.
3: What? Oh, fuck, is it my breath?
2: No, no.
3: Well, then what? Come here. <sighs> Come on, I miss you.
2: <sighs> oh, you know what? Maybe it is your breath. Did you brush your teeth?
3: I just woke up. Have you seen me go to the toilet? How how the fuck could I brush my teeth? (laughs)
2: Okay, sorry, sorry.
3: Well, uh, Ella isn't here. We have the whole place to ourselves. Now, please, I just really need to be close to you.
2: Maybe it is your breath.
3: Yeah, okay, fine, I I get it. It smells like sick breath. My God.
2: Sometimes when you're getting sick, your breath changes.
3: I get it. It's fine. It's fine. Fuck. Come on. Time to get up anyway.
2: Okay, I have an early meeting, too.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you should probably go.
2: Wouldn't it be easier just to record this? What do you mean? Instead of taking all the notes. You know, if you just recorded it, uh, you know, on your phone or something.
4: Does it? bother you when I take notes?
2: (laughs) It doesn't bother me when my psychiatrist takes notes. It was just a suggestion to make life easier. It's what I do. Make people's lives easier. Sometimes,
4: maybe not lately. (laughs) I don't know. Jimmy and Oliver, is that what feels right to talk about today?
2: You know, I was thinking um, that I might need a stronger prescription. I mean, technically, my daughter could be taking the amount of Xanax that I'm on. It's like I've outgrown this dose. How so? You know, I'm feeling more overwhelmed at work, and the Xanax, I
4: don't know, I barely notice a difference when I take it. Okay, I still want you to feel things, Diana, as long as those feelings aren't getting intrusive. They are. They are very intrusive. Which thoughts are intrusive?
2: You know, the, just like the everyday ones.
4: Can you be more specific?
2: (laughs) I am not asking for heroin here.
4: (laughs) And I just want to help you articulate why you want a stronger dose. Okay, you mentioned Oliver earlier. Things are the same with Oliver. Last week you said that he felt more like a roommate than a husband. Yeah. Have you and Oliver been intimate recently?
2: No, not recently.
4: Do you miss the intimacy? No.
2: Actually, it's been so long I've just gotten used to the feeling. And the Xanax helps. A lot. That's why
4: I'd like a higher dose. I worry if I give you a stronger prescription, Diana, that you won't feel anything at all.
2: Good morning, Megan. You know, someone parked in my spot again. Can you send out another office memo? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> McKinnon, Bloom, and Warren, Alan wants these by noon. You know, it was a blue Honda this time. What was? The car. They took my spot. <sighs> you know, it's not easy finding another spot with all the construction and the street cleaning. Right. <sighs> Great. Um, well... Do you have receipts for these? Wonderful.
1: Alan's looking for you. Don't worry. I told him you were running late. Probably a child care emergency.
2: I was at a client breakfast.
1: Sure, whatever.
2: Did he say what he needed?
1: Uh, Not really. Something about the conference room on 14.
2: Shit. Sorry, I'm uh, the first one here.
5: No, it was terrible. (laughs) Excellent. Diana's already started brewing the coffee.
2: No, I didn't make the... Well,
5: I'll take one, too. Thank you. Okay,
2: Okay. of course. Yeah. Uh,
6: Black, no sugar.
5: Great. All right. Settle in. Now, as you all know, Simon Rowling passed away last weekend. He was a loyal and respected client and a brilliant man except, arguably, for the fact that he chose to leave his entire estate in the hands of his unemployed, unmarried daughter, Petra. Miss mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Rowling has not decided whether she would like us to manage her estate. But if we're going to make our numbers this year, and if any of you in this room hope to bring home a bonus that won't completely piss off your wife, it is imperative Petra's money stays.
7: Yes, sir.
2: Yeah.
5: I'm meeting her for lunch at one. Diana, you'll join.
2: Me, sir?
5: Well, we need a... a, a um, we need some of your energy in the room. Miss Rowling, thank you for joining us. We thought it was only right that we would come to your father's favorite steakhouse. Did you two come here together?
7: I'm a vegetarian, so no. But I'm sure the salads are delicious.
5: Well, I- Diana and I wanted to start by saying how sorry we are for your loss. Your father was not only a client, but a dear friend. We had a great deal of respect for him.
2: You and you? I didn't know him well. But we all miss him very much.
5: Petra, we wanted to discuss your plans for the estate. And when you're ready, we've prepared some very exciting opportunities. I wasn't
7: his first choice. Excuse me My stepmom ran off with her trainer a year ago Not only a terrible fucking cliche But what terrible fucking timing If she had held on for one more year And my brother hung himself six months ago So here we are It ended up with me And I, I plan to give it all Well, most of it away God. To animals Animals PETA hmm. Animal shelters I see my Reiki healer, who always wanted to open a vegan restaurant. A friend needs finishing funds for a documentary. Yes,
5: well, listen, as you must know, restaurants are very risky investments, as is the entertainment business. Now, what we'll do is we'll run some numbers, we'll walk you through them so you can understand. Your father would have started here.
7: I'm not and interested explained... in living like my father. He was a deeply miserable man. Thank you for your time.
5: Petra, we have some very exciting ideas to present to you. Ooh. I seriously doubt that. Well, go after her. Now? Yes, now. Go.
2: Miss Rawling? Uh, Petra, um, your inheritance could provide you with an opportunity to do things differently than your father. I mean, we could protect you and help you grow your money so you'd be able to make an even bigger difference. I know Alan works very closely with the Rockefeller Foundation.
7: Do I smell like death? Uh, sorry? Uh, I feel like it's all over me. I, I smell like cowhide from that fucking restaurant. Smell my dress. Um, no. Uh, okay.
2: Uh, maybe a little?
7: Do you drink kombucha?
2: Oh, okay. Um,
7: <laughs> it's different. Do you like it? Mm. I'm not sure. It is amazing for the gut. Here, try mine. <clears throat>
2: I'm sorry about that back there. Alan's a great guy,
7: really. Please don't. I, that, that whole firm is archaic. My father was just like you guys. No wonder he wanted me to keep my money there. He knew you'd judge how I spent it. Same as him. Do you think that he would have left you
2: the money if he thought you'd squander it? I mean, maybe he trusted you more than you think.
7: Maybe. I didn't have any friends like you growing up. Too bad my dad isn't here to see us having lunch. He'd be thrilled. Well, what does like me mean? Oh, together, normal, nothing bad. Just not like me. And what are you? Impetuous, indulgent, romantic. (laughs) All the things my father was terrified of. He'd be so happy to see us sitting here.
2: Oh. (laughs) Well, thank you, I think.
7: There's this theory. I forgot what it's called, but I remember reading about it in college. The gist of it is this. If you want to do something out of the norm, you find a way to be in the norm and you still do it. Like a pedophile that gets a job working in the sex crimes unit. He gets his kicks by investigating crimes. He sees all the pictures, hangs out in all the chat rooms, but it's perfectly legal. He found the loophole.
2: Hmm. Well,
7: how wonderful for him. You're far too interesting to sit at a tiny desk and crunch numbers. What's your loophole? Um. I don't... I don't have one. I... I love my job. What could you possibly love about it? You sit at a desk and add up receipts.
2: Well, it's, um... It's not glamorous. But I find the numbers comforting. Their sameness. 63 times 12 will always be 756 no matter what. And that's enough? Well, sure. And my family, of course. My husband, my daughter. You know, I, I was a fine arts major in college. And you can't exactly make a living doing weird art installations that are only meaningful
7: to you. Uh, I'm glad we did this, Diana. But we both know that I can't keep my money with your firm. Why not? I don't see eye to eye with your partners.
2: But maybe you could work with me. Honey, I don't see the difference. How'd it go? Um, it's it's a work in progress.
5: You don't have time for progress, Diana. Just get it done.
2: Yes, sir. There's a Liam here to see you. He says you know what it's about. Um, Should I let him back? Yeah, sure. Um, He's my car washer. You know, one of those um, mobile things. Yes, thanks so much, Emily. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing here?
3: Be honest. Who's a better assistant, me or Emily?
2: Liam, you can't be here.
3: You know this isn't a drug deal we're making. It's totally legal to record women's fantasies and sell them on a website. You're like one notch more risque than a yes. Tori's secret model. It's like. Okay,
2: I got it. I got it. And I know that, but the people I work with are more conservative, okay? Than I'd like.
3: Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's like a Masonic lodge up in here.
2: Okay, look, don't put this fantasy up until I tell you. Promise.
3: Do I promise? Well, um, only if I can listen. Please? Please, pretty please. Come on, you want me to listen. Okay,
2: stop, 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 stop. Okay, please, people can hear you.
3: Oh, gosh, sure thing, Bruce Wayne. Okay, look, I made a deposit in your account this week, and it was a very good week. We got tons of new listeners, so just, you know, do your thing. Keep them, keep them coming.
0: Hey, I'm Shauna, the creator and director of Dirty Diana, and I wanna show some love for our partners for this series, Dipsy. In the process of creating the show, I thought about what types of stories I felt were missing. Honest stories about women's sexual desire that don't just focus on what sex looks like. And guess what? Dipsy shares this vision too. Dipsy is a female-founded startup with an app for sexy audio stories and sexual wellness guides feeling turned on is more than just a wind-up to sex. It's a way to feel more alive, empowered, to understand yourself, and to unlock confidence. Dipsy and this show are both dedicated to changing the rules that depict sex as a healthy, natural part of life. No shame, no fake orgasms, and an all-female lens. So go check out their stories today. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to DipsyStories.com slash Diana. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A Stories.com slash Diana. DipsyStories.com slash Diana.
1: Oh yeah,
6: it's ladies' night And the feeling's right Oh yes, it's
7: ladies' night Oh what a night Oh what a night
6: I'm Eric and I'll be your server tonight Well, hello Eric I'm Loren, and these are my ladies, Diana and Cassie. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Y'all aren't going to get too crazy on me tonight, are you? We can't promise anything. That <laughs> <No>, we can't. <laughs> well, how about
2: I promise you some two-for-one margaritas while it's still happy hour? Mm?
6: Sounds delicious.
7: Perfect. Mm,
6: oh he yeah. is adorable. Oh, my God! Speaking of adorable waiters, did you... Hear about Kelly Walton. Who, Morgan's
8: mom? Oh, the divorce? Oh, I heard. So sad. No, no, not the divorce.
6: Please, that's old news. The underwear. What? Apparently, ever since the divorce, she's been going to the Capitol Grill, the one down on Crescent, and sitting at the bar every Friday night. Okay, and? And flirting with the bartender. It seems they have this thing going on. Like an affair? Well, it's
2: not an affair if she's divorced. Oh, okay, well, I mean, is she sleeping
8: with him? How old is he?
6: No, not not sleeping together, but they have this agreement. And every night before she goes, she leaves her panties for him in the, in the ladies' room. Oh, like her dirty ones? <laughs> I don't know how dirty they were, honey, but yes, oh. the ones she was wearing.
2: Oh, like...
6: How do you know this? I just know it.
2: Well, maybe we shouldn't know this. I mean, maybe this is just some rumor people spread to make a divorced woman look bad.
6: What? Are you are you okay, Diana? It was supposed to be funny. I think it's funny. Okay. It looks like y'all need these more than me. Bottoms up, ladies.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Eric. (laughs) No,
2: no, no. It it is funny. But maybe she just doesn't want everyone to know, or uh, maybe she's
6: reeling from her divorce. Okay, Diana, please, please don't make this into a big deal, because it's not. And, you know, you're, you're amongst friends.
8: What? And don't blame Oliver. I mean, he never thought Danny
6: would tell me. Tell, tell you what? That you guys haven't had sex in over a year. What are you talking about? Oh, don't be mad. We know how private you are, but but we love you, and we want you to be able to talk to us. That's That's what Ladies' Night is for. You have always had such a perfect
8: marriage, Diana. I mean, we have been so envious, and this doesn't mean you still don't. But look, every marriage struggles.
2: Oh, gosh. You're mad, aren't you? No. No. I'm not mad. I just... I just never expected Oliver to share something like this.
6: Well, you two used to go at it like rabbits. Even I wanted to have sex with Oliver. Oh, Lorraine. Sorry, I I just meant what happened. I don't know.
2: I mean, you know, it's the more time that passes, the less I want to. I mean, last night, he actually said please.
6: Was it ironic?
2: No. Wait, he used that exact word please
6: yeah oh jesus it's like having sex with a polite toddler
2: i'm sure that we're gonna figure it out we always do i just feel like i lost him i feel horrible even saying it no diana
8: don't feel bad i don't think you're supposed to want sex all the time i look at it like this cars run on gas Marriages run on sex.
6: And even when you don't want to do it, you do, or your, your marriage runs out of gas.
8: I make myself do it every Thursday. I cue up the bodyguard, have sex, then reward myself with an episode.
6: I think about all the calories I'm burning off, right? <laughs> I
8: mean, you have to mix it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> listen to this. It's going to sound so crazy. <laughs> I actually heard it on Dr. Laura. This group of girlfriends randomly text each other during the week with a directive, like sex or oral sex, and, and <laughs> whatever the text says, you, you have to do it with your husband that night, no matter what, or you lose. You lose what? You, you lose the game. Yeah, I got this text from Loren three nights ago. Oh my god. And I was so tired. I mean, I was out. Jesus in bed <laughs> in my sweats. And I woke myself up and, you know, I had sex with Danny. And once
2: we got into it, I mean,
8: you know, I mean, it wasn't half bad.
2: Oh my god, it's Oliver. Oh! <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Shh. One second. One second.
8: Hello.
2: Hello. What uh, do you want to do tonight? Oliver. Oliver. Are you fucking kidding me? Oliver, I can hear you. Oliver, pick up the phone. How was poker?
3: You look pretty like that. I like your hair like that.
2: Did you win anything?
3: No. Lost 20 bucks. Not my night. Diana, we used to have fun, didn't we?
2: How much did you have to drink?
3: Mm, just a couple of beers, maybe three. Can, can I ask you? Do, do, do you still think about me?
2: Where were you tonight, Oliver? Why? Tell me where you were.
3: Um, poker.
2: Tell me the truth.
3: I just, I just said poker. Come on. Tell me the truth. Oh, for fuck's sake, just say what you want, Diana. It's late. Well, you called me. Or a stripper's
2: ass called me. The music was so loud that it was hard to tell. The fuck are you talking about? I heard the entire call. You said, I think you're taking advantage of me. Well, of course she is. It's her job. It was a strip club. Wasn't it? Yes. Do you ever play poker?
3: No. Hate it.
2: We don't keep secrets from each other, Oliver.
3: And we don't fuck each other either. It's so humiliating that I even had to bring it up. But you know, I touch you and you cringe.
2: I don't cringe. Well then,
3: why don't you want to have sex with me anymore?
2: Because you? you have to ask that question. God, Oliver, don't you realize how completely unsexy that is?
3: How can I be more sexy, then? Tell me. Oh,
2: Jesus, I don't know. Okay, if you have to ask, I don't know the answer to that question. Diana.
3: Do you know, I think I'm in love with her.
2: Who? The stripper?
3: Her name's Amanda.
2: I don't give a shit what her name is.
3: You should answer that.
2: No. Well, fine. Uh, Then I will. Give me my phone. Give it to me. Seriously, Oliver, just give me the phone. (sighs) Fine. What does it say? What does it say?
3: Oral. Whoa, hey, wait. Where are you going?
2: I have a meeting. Is it up? No, I wanted you to hear it first. <gasps> I wanted to make sure that you liked
1: it. I told my husband. Really? Mm-hmm. Kelly yeah, had the best sex we've had in years. I wasn't even angry. <laughs> I couldn't help but think about your life. My life? Your husband must love what you do. A wife who makes porn at home, it's like every man's fantasy. <laughs> Okay,
2: ready? You've chosen Liz. Liz is a 43-year-old wife and mother from Garland. Her fantasy involves a train and a chance encounter with her
1: husband. Oh, my God. So I let him take it further. And I'm on top of him. And it's him inside me but it's not him and I tell him that I love it something I used to say I tell him I love it over and over again I whisper it in his ear and I repeat it to myself and I love it even more and what about now it makes me want to touch myself just the thought. Do you want me to touch myself? Yes. Or will you touch me too?
2: No. I just... I just want to watch.
1: Like this? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: If liked her story, be sure to enjoy our other fantasies here at haveagoodwood.com.
0: Dirty Diana stars Demi Moore as Diana. Clay Spang as Oliver. Carmen Ijogo as Petra. Betsy Brandt as Susan. Dolly Wells as Loren. Penelope Ann Miller as as Cassie, Andrea Riseborough, as Jasmine, Mackenzie Davis as Amanda, John Tenney as Alan, Max Greenfield as Doug, and Reese Wakefield as Liam, with additional performances by Max Marshall, Amy Doyle, Caroline Newton, and Neil Lewis. Created and directed by Shauna Festi, written by Shauna Festi and Jen Besser, Executive produced by Demi Moore, Shauna Festi, Jen Besser, Rob Herding, Dave Henning, Brian Kavanaugh-Jones, and Fred Berger. Produced by Tess Ryan and Sandra Yi Ling. Original music and composition by Darren Johnson. Audio engineering by Ryan Walsh and Ben Milchev. Edited by Millie Iatru, Ryan Walsh, and Ben Milchev. Sound design by Katie Halliday. Additional sound design by Justin Davey and Ryan Sullivan. Mix and mastering by Ben Milchev. Sound design and mix consulting by Matt Yoakam. Casting by Chelsea Block and Marisol Roncalli at Atomic Honey. Music supervision by Andrew Kahn and Eric Such at Goodyear Music Supervision. Assistant director Lynn Diangona. Script Supervisor, Lucia Pierre. Assistant Engineering and Editing by Neely Oftering. Production Coordinator, Anna Basha-Yokum. Post Coordinator, Rachel Yanover. Dirty Diana is a Q-Code production.
5: Carlos King, one of the most sought-after executive producers in reality television. I am thrilled to announce Reality with the King, where we'll discuss all things reality TV. I have interviewed everyone from Nene Leakes, Teresa Judai, and Kenya Moore. Each episode we will rehash shocking portrayals, honey. Yes, hilarious shade and all the drama. Reality with the King podcast is available wherever you get your podcast.